Trendy is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, must be 21 years or older. So welcome back to a very special edition of Trendy presented by Omaha, the show where we like to compete while exploring the best way to wager for casual cappers. And I say it is special because I have not one guest, I have not two guests, but I have three guests this week here for Thanksgiving as we kick into the family vibes and we have our first ever tournament of champions. We have with us today the first three people to ever beat me at this contest. It used to be a short list that keeps getting longer as I am somehow getting much worse at this. But right now we have on the mic with us today, we have Martin Weiss, we have Dave Damashek, and we have Eddie Spaghetti ready to go head to head. So I just throw it open to everybody, but I know Sheck would start talking first. So let me go ahead and have him take a back seat and say, Eddie, how are you feeling entering this gladiator ring with us for this two uh, two day event? I I feel good uh, mainly because there's hockey back, and I I could rely on that. I know we're all going to be trying to uh, you know fighting each other for who gets what NFL bets with the Monday Night Football game tonight. Um, so having the the hockey stuff in my back pocket, I do feel pretty good. But I have some pretty tough opponents, so it'll be a, it'll be a good one. All right, Martin, you're always confident. So I don't have to actually ask how you're feeling. But are you feeling extra confident heading into the contest? The benefit is, like Eddie said, that now we have the NBA in play. Three Thursday games, so that'll play for Monday. But also feel really good about tonight. So uh, I'm excited. I'm prepared to go ahead and win. All right. Well, I think you're probably the odds on favor. We should have side odds on this. Anybody want to take some side action? I think I would take Martin. Anybody want to uh, lay some juice on that? Well, apparently you just decided that Martin is the favorite. I don't know what, what why that would be the case, <laughs> but okay, that's fine. If you want to put your money, you know what? No one outside this uh, little podcasting room that I'm sitting in believes in me. And that's exactly the inspiration I need. I'm giving you your bulletin board materials, Sheck. So just to set up the contest for everybody, you gentlemen know it, but our listeners, uh, let's clue them in on the fun. We are going to play for two days since it's Thanksgiving week. We're not going to make you listen on Friday. So it's just today where we're going to give out bets between now and, uh, and tomorrow night. And then on Wednesday, it's for the entire rest of the week. Given the abbreviated schedule, we are going to skip the heater category. Uh, because it's not much of a pattern if there's only two. And so it's just heart, head, and cred. Cred is worth two units, and then you can tail or fail anybody's bet. It is a battle royale. You can tail or fail anybody. Whoever you want to do is fair game. And the stakes are Thanksgiving dinner, guys. So I have told you, anybody who wins this contest, I will pay for their Thanksgiving dinner. They can send me the receipts, and you can set your table at my expense. If I win, I get nothing but pride and bragging rights, both of which I've been sorely lacking lately. Uh, So, guys, before we start kicking this off, You've have you started planning your menus, Sheck? I know this is one of your favorite days of the year. If you win this contest, is there going to be anything extra special on that table, or are you just going to go with the old classics? Well, uh, extra special is who's going to be around the table rather than on it. We have uh, old Mo Damashek in town for the Thanksgiving holiday, and we're breaking tradition. Um, we're not going to have it at the house. We're going out for dinner. I've done this what? only once in my life. And we're doing it 
my wife and my mother, our oven is all screwed up and they just put their heads together and they're like, who wants a cook? Let's go out for dinner this time. And so we're doing that. They found some fancy buffet somewhere in Pasadena, a place that has 20 pies, 20 different kinds of pie. I'm very excited about it, as a matter of fact. So, yeah, I, I've I, we, we've turned it over to the restaurant. But no steak gravy, huh? None of the classics. You're, you might have 20 pies, but you're not having your wife's favorite gravy this year. I know. She makes the most delicious gravy I've ever had. Make sure you have a lot of stuffing. I mean, listen, I trust it's a Thanksgiving feast at this restaurant. They're going to have mounds of stuffing, so I'll still fill my belly pr- plenty good. All right. I got to admit, I'm a little surprised. The man who likes to talk about it you know, 11 and a half months a year is going out for Thanksgiving this year. All right. Uh, you thrown me for a loop. Maybe that was your strategy. Maybe I can't even concentrate on my picks now being so confused mm-hmm. by your buffet choice. What about you, Martin? What are you doing this year? This year I'll be at work. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that, I'll be in the same place I've been every Thanksgiving since I graduated from college. I'll be at work. You know, right, I'll, I'll be you... on both both jobs or be in play Thanksgiving. I'll get a good nap during the Lions game, hopefully. All right. Well, don't at me, guys. I'm not making Martin work on Thanksgiving. That is his choice from his other employers. So come on, guys. Come on. Follow the extra points in Omaha model. Shut down on Wednesday. Don't make him work again on the what is your your 15th consecutive turkey day, Martin? Just about. I think the last Thanksgiving I wasn't working was when Jim Schwartz threw the challenge flag against the Texans. And that was when I learned forever that you cannot challenge a play that is already going to be reviewed or you will lose a timeout like Antonio Pierce did last week. Okay. So you've learned a little bit, but you're always working. That sucks. I'm not going to lie. That sucks, man. I'm sorry to rub that into your face. Spaghetti, save us here. Are you having a decent Thanksgiving? Because these first two knuckleheads are really letting me down. Yeah, I um I don't travel back home for the holidays for this holiday, so I'm staying in Los Angeles. Uh, I have a Thanksgiving on Thursday, and then I have a Friendsgiving on Saturday. Uh, I am I, I like to cook, um, but uh, this this uh, holiday I'm baking now, so I. Uh, I make a pretty good sweet potato pie. Um, I, you know, put some marshmallow toppings. If you want to add some vanilla extract, you could do that. Brown sugar, cinnamon, um, all that. I have a pretty good pie. Uh, my fiance will be making the uh, the stuffing, so I'll help her with that. And then we also make like a a nice boozy cider, uh, like white wine, caramel vodka, um, the apple cider. You can put a cinnamon stick in there if you want. Great holiday drink, especially on ice. So um, I, I have my hands full for the next few days baking all that stuff. Jack, put you on the spot. Eddie's sweet potato pie. Does that sound like a dish that you want to get into? Uh, we've tried this already. He's not it. <laughs> no, no, no. I got sweet potato pie. I'm cool with that. Spaghetti makes a nice pie. We, we you know, the the uh, the legendary pie off. Um, that was a that was a, a a legitimate contender in there. No, no knock on the sweet potato. I didn't about Toby. I never I never made it to the podium though. So you know, what does it really say? Well, there's only four of us, and one of us isn't going to make the podium, but all that matters is the top spot. So after that disappointing Thanksgiving roundup, gentlemen, we got to make up for it with some extra good picks. We'll be doing that right after we give Caesar some love. Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesar's Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesar's Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full, the word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 
21 and over only offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start gambling problem. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia, 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, we are back and it is time to dive into our contest. Each one of us will be giving out three picks. The last one is worth two and then we can tailor fail for a total of five units wagered on the day. And since I declared him the favorite, I'm going to make him lead off. Martin, what are you going with in your heart category? My heart category? It worked for me last Super Bowl, and it has worked for me consecutively, except for game one of this season. Patrick Mahomes has a favorite of less than a field goal. It's something like 26 and one. And it was, they lost earlier this year. So it's 27 and one. I think it turns to 21, seven and one today. I like Mahomes and the Eagles to go ahead. I mean, Mahomes and the Chiefs to cover against the Eagles tonight. Mm. All right. Starting us off with a straightforward one. That's minus 110 at Caesars, right, Martin? Yeah. All right. Minus 110 for a Chiefs to cover. It's probably a little bit early to make your tail or fail decisions, but if anybody wants to jump in, feel free. Otherwise, Spaghetti, what do you got for us? Yeah. So, uh, you know, on on minus three, I, I pointed this out to, to Dave and Hench, too. I just felt like quarterback rushing totals lately have been a little low. 
Um, and looking at this one, now you look at the Eagles defense, uh, and I'll get into this later in other bets, that's a tease. Um, very tough defense. They're very good at stopping the run. But what I think, you know, and Andy Reid is obviously a guy that does not really like to pound the rock anyway. But what I think is going to happen is this is a Patrick Mahomes game. This is a lot of shock and a lot of Patrick Mahomes snaps. Patrick Mahomes creating plays. What does creating plays mean? Scramble if he has to. Patrick Mahomes over 25 and a half rushing yards, minus uh, 115. He's done it six out of the nine games this year. Um, he is prone to scrambling, and I think this will be a tight one, and he's going to have to create some plays because I don't think they're going to be able to pound Pacheco, whoever else is playing running back. So I think this is a Mahomes game, not only in the air, but on the ground too. 25 is a low number. We got a lot of Mahomes love because I got one of those coming later. How about you, Sheck? Are you in on Monday Night Football as well, or are you going somewhere else? No, I'm going to I'm going to go with Monday night football here. And, you know, speaking of minus three, that's what I pointed out, too, is that life itself. People always say life is short. You know, it's also long in many regards. And so, too, is the football season. I refer you to Deion Sanders in the Colorado Buffaloes. If you are skeptical about what I'm saying, remember <laughs> September and how exciting that was going to be for the people of, uh, of uh, the state of Colorado. One thing that is sustainable, though, as these Chiefs are hard to make some sense of as they're, you know, reigning Super Bowl champs, and yet they remain in transition, whereas the Eagles have a sustainable brand that they're still riding, which is bully ball. I say the Eagles get this one. I'm taking them on the money line plus 122. Ooh, all right. Put you guys a little bit of conflict. Huh? I like it already. Uh, I'm staying away from Monday Night Football for now. I'm, I'll visit it later, and I'm heading over to the hardwood. Um, the Heat and the Wolves on a money line parlay tonight is plus 202. And this almost seems like a form of a schedule loss for the Bulls as they have to play one of the best coaches in the game back-to-back and one of the most competitive lunatics in the land right after beating him. So given that Spo gets to make adjustments like it's a playoff series and I don't see Jimmy Butler losing twice in a row to his former team when the Heat are much better to begin with, I love this is one leg of the parlay and on the other side i continue to believe in this wolves team and if their size is a nightmare for randall and mitchell sorry i did you say it it leaves way too much room um there are too much to do for brunson and if ant wipes him out then the knicks have no chance to win the wolves are also five and zero at home as the locals get to start getting ideas after decades of despair if they can come up with their own version of light the beam they are going to be borderline unbeatable in minnesota this year so i think you guys are going to be chasing early as a result of this super tasty plus 202 that'll be wrapped before the fourth quarter even kicks off tonight no no response whatsoever i have stunned you guys into silence with an nba parlay to leave uh, listen i i want uh martin weiss's thoughts on that one before my own i listen i'm 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 locked in and i think i speak for spaghetti here i don't want to i listen consumed by the football slate and, you know, the puck has also been dropped here. I'll start tuning in more on the NBA as we uh, as we get into the holiday season deeper and deeper here. Take it away, well, Weiss. I'll tell you this, Dave. You don't need to know anything about the NBA to know that uh, Mr. Big and Bad down here at the bottom of the screen wants to go ahead and do this big parlay, but he doesn't want to do it for the for the cred pick that gets him double the money. So that's just mm-hmm. how much he trusts it. Interesting. That's fair enough, but you, all you gentlemen went with negative picks to start with. I mean, like this is a four-way contest. You got to take some swings here. Who's you guys are playing for second? I'm playing first or last. Come on, guys. So, let, me, let, me Bobby. let me tell you something. Let me say the best rule, the, the number one rule about gambling: the best bets are the ones that win. Ask Dave Damashek learned that one. A few fun bets? No, no, no. Fun Winning bet. bets. I like fun bets. <laughs> 
All right. Well, Mr. Fun Bet, in the head category, what are you going with, Shaq? Well, I mean, this is pretty straightforward, Steph. I mentioned bully ball, pretty dependable that the guy wearing number one in the green jersey, or I guess it'll be a white jersey on Monday Night Football, but the hat will be green. I think you know who I'm talking about. Jalen Hurts gets into the end zone. You could also bet him, and you know, either way, you get a minus next to it. The other way to play this might be over the 38 and a half rushing yards. I'd say he's just getting into the end zone is what I'm betting on, and that's minus 125. Okay. Another minus, huh? I like it. I like it. I like my odds. We got to play this variance, but no, with, uh, with Hertz getting in the end zone, that's one of my favorite bets all year long. So that one's definitely a contender to be tailed because all it takes is a couple of giant men shoving him in and he always seems to score. Uh, Eddie, where are you going on the head category? Yeah, so I teased it before, and I'm going to stick with this theme here of uh, of trusting the Eagles' run defense. Uh, you know, the fewest rushing attempts against them, the fewest rush rods allowed in the NFL, and they're third uh, in the NFL in yards per carry. What does that mean? It means Isaiah Pacheco under 40 and a half rush yards. It's minus 115. I know you're going to say that's a low number. He could probably clear that. I just don't see this being the Eagles, uh, sorry, the, the Chiefs game plan. They're not going to beat the Eagles by rushing the football. It's going to be a Mahomes game. Um, like I said, that's why Mahomes will be scrambling. Pacheco will be more of a passing threat in the typical Andy Reid offense. This is not a ground and pound game or, or a win for the Chiefs. So uh, the Eagles defense too tough against the run Pacheco under 40 and a half minus 115. Okay. I like that one quite a bit as well. How about you, Martin? Where are you going? I am going to fade our good friend, Mark Gunnels. Mark <laughs> Gunnels tweeted out this morning because I know everybody was waiting on the edge of their seat to know what Mark had to tweet. He tweeted, Sky Moore plays football today. And as a result of Sky Moore playing football today, I'm going to take Sky Moore under one and a half receptions. It's going to be an electric bet. One of these ones that you'll be able to sit there the whole game and just you can't miss a single play because if it yep. happens twice, it's over. <laughs> but he's had he's had no more than two catches in pretty much every game that he's played so far this year under five targets in just about every game he played so far this year. And as I, I had him on my fantasy team to start the season, that dude is out there getting cardio, running from side to side to tell Patrick Mahomes if it's a man or his own defense. And that is about the total utility of number 24. So I'm going to go ahead and take under one and a half receptions. Gunnels is a sweetheart, though, so I don't imagine it's it's his inclination to troll people. But does he bring up Sky more because he scored the game winning touchdown in February in that game of note? No, I just think he was one of these guys, you know, you know, Mark is a super big Kansas City Chiefs fan and is all locked in on everything. So he was Sky Moore got drafted and he said, Oh, Sky Moore is going to be a difference maker. Sky Moore will be a difference maker. We're still waiting to see what difference Sky Moore could potentially make. But I think that's where it's rooted in is and you know that, that that's where it's really born. I wish I could, I wish I had the emotional um reservoir to care about Sky Moore, who went to my high school, but I'm too busy worrying about the pit quarterback who's now the quarterback of my pro football team not doing well. That's tapping me out already. I don't have any emotion left to give to Sky more. You want to talk about the team, Dave? I heard that, you know, Najee Harris said he's not interested in talking about the team. You know, he just wants to talk about him. (laughs) I heard that, you know, the team's not a topic of discussion. I'm I, I, like I just said there, Martin. I'm all up on my feelings. Let's <laughs> we 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 can talk Saints Falcons if you want instead. 
Anyway, let me cut this off before this turns into a Saints Falcons discussion. Nobody wants that. Eddie, as somebody who plays a lot of the player props and hosts waiver wired here mm-hmm. on the network, what do you think of Sky Moore one and a half? I mean, normally I would say it's not that's not a bad bet, but I I just think I, I think this is a game where he's gonna have to spread the ball around and it's gonna be through the air. So I'd I'd probably go the over on this one. Um I, I think it'll be a good game. Obviously, we expect Kelsey to have a monster game, and I think somebody has to. It's not gonna be Kadarius Tony or whoever else. So it's gonna be Sky Moore just because he is the one guy there. And I think that's also a, a terrible job by the Chiefs at the trading deadline. It was a prime trading deadline to go get a receiver to help you. That's clearly what they need. They didn't do it. Um, so you're stuck with the Sky Moors and 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 all these different projects they have. At receivers, so uh, I know every week everyone says it's going to be like, let's just stop Kelsey. We stop Kelsey, you can win. No one's ever stopped Kelsey, um, but so that's <laughs> not going to happen tonight. But I, I think, yeah, Sky Moore. I think, unfortunately, because of how good the Eagles' rush defense is, I think they're going to have to spread the ball around. All right, who thought that we were going to spend ten minutes on Sky Moore? But here we are. And who thought that I was going to give out a hockey pick in the head category? But here we are for that as well, because it's definitely time for pattern interruption. My NBA and NFL trends were not kind to me last week, so I'm going with a pure numbers play here because I don't have any biases, since I don't watch enough to form any. I'm leaning on Eddie instead, since last time he was on here, he thought that shots on goal was an excellent way to wager because it's a more stable, predictable metric. So I'm going with Warren Fogle. As he has gone over 1.5 shots on goal in 18 of his last 20 games, and is minus 170 to do it again tonight against the Panthers. But since this is a four-man competition, you guys didn't seem to get the note that you got to take some risks here, and I've got to push the envelope. I'm also tossing in the Canucks money line, as even though you guys on minus three cannot stop arguing about the Penguins, Bruins, and Rangers, the one thing you unwaveringly agree on on this earth is that the Sharks suck. So I'm just blind fading them without ever seeing them play with the reward being a two-way parlay that gets me back to even money at plus 101. I like it. I mean, I like it a lot too. I think the Sharks did everybody a favor by winning back-to-back games, actually, because it renews Spaghetti's uh, bet there. It is always a smart thing to fade the Sharks, and that brought them back to bettable status by by winning a couple of games back-to-back as atrocious as they are. Right, Spaghetti? Question for you. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, Eddie. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, I don't want to, I'll tease another bet I have, but I, I do have something on the uh, the Canucks. Surprisingly, not my Rangers. Uh, tough game tonight versus Stars. They are getting plus money. Um, uh, and you could easily bet on the Breadman too, but I am going to go uh, with the, the, the Canucks-Sharks game as an interesting bet. It's a really bad matchup for the Sharks too for a number of reasons, which I'll get to. So, Toby, uh, I'm very on that bet. All right. Fogel over 1.5 plus the Canucks plus one-on-one. Martin, what is your question for Sheck? I cannot wait to hear you ask a hockey question. I'm on the edge of my seat. Well, it's sort of a hockey question, but it's really a geographical question. And I know, Sheck, you like to do the city that that won the most or the best city in sports. Mm-hmm. The worst area in sports right now has to be Northern California, right? You had the Oakland mm-hmm. A's, who were terrible yeah. all year, and then they moved. The Golden State Warriors, who won 11 road games last year, and now Draymond Green's been kicked out of two games. Uh, what did he do? Oh, chokehold, uh, strength, tried to strangle out a Frenchman. Right, international relations falling apart in Golden State. Right, and they're I think they're they're five and six right now. now I guess this 49ers are doing pretty well, but they did just come off a three game losing streak. I just feel like that, has, and, and, and then Sharks. Right, it's got to be the worst area. You're right. The Niners kind of salvage things, but I think if you go a little more specific, go to the East Bay. I think you're exactly right. You know the uh, the Sonic Award, which 
honors or dishonors the sports town that suffered the most in the calendar year. I don't know how anybody takes it away from Oakland at this point. As you say, they lost the athletics, the greatest slap in the face since the Sonics left Seattle, not just left, but they moved to Oklahoma. Imagine how embarrassing it must be to uh, to lose your team to same thing with the athletics. You didn't just lose your baseball team. They're going to Vegas where it seems like nobody gives a crap. That congratulations. I feel very bad for uh, for Oakland. You're right well, though. I, mean, San Jose. I know every 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 time I'm in Vegas for more than two or three days, by one o'clock in the afternoon, I'm saying, you know what? I gotta go see a live baseball game. That's what I'm so really weird. missing in my life right now. Not like water or some like good food. No, no, no. I I gotta go see lefty on lefty matchups. That's what I'm lining up for. I think I'd actually rather watch a game broadcast on the spear than walk over to the stadium itself. Exactly right. Yeah. Well, well said. Yeah, that's right. This is so a collective big like, huh? It's sort of like two pro football teams in L.A. Everybody's still shrugging like, yeah, can we get the Raiders back here? That same thing. Like what people in Vegas are going to now have the athletics. It's a sad end. Uh, the the demise a, of the Oakland A's, yeah, and it's a f- fitting. I mean, like I know the Sheckies are coming up; they're only a few weeks out. But like Oakland's got to be the leader for the Sonic Award. The Sonic Award originally came from somebody who lost their teams. Mm-hmm. Like right. Oakland is now the poster child for that. Uh, all right, so Martin, you wanted to call me out early on credibility that I didn't put that big bad money line on my two unit bet. What are you going with to show me up? I'm actually a little upset that I can't find this all the way. I found it on other places, but since we're a Caesars book, I'll have to alter it a little bit. I'm taking Kadarius Tony over half a reception. And if I could find it here, I'd take over 20 yards, but I can't because it's not listed because he has one catch in his last <laughs> in each of his last three games. So I'm gonna parlay that with Jarek McKinnon over two and a half receptions. I agree with Eddie and that this is going to have to be a spread-the-ball-around game for Patrick Mahomes. But I also agree with the rest of the national media where they say, you know what, these pass catchers aren't great. This hasn't been a great scenario. I don't know how they're going to get it done. I think McKinnon gives them more receiving out of the backfield. Remember last year he had like nine receiving touchdowns, ten receiving touchdowns, something crazy like that. I see McKinnon getting to the three and Tony getting over one. All of them will be screens. Uh, I am going with you, Martin, Uh, not to tail or fail, but actually in my pick, I'm going to give mine out since we're parking our car in very similar garages. I am also building off of Kadarius Tony on the over half a reception. I can't believe somebody else found this. Uh, I thought I was the only person dirty enough to go lay down in that type of mud. No, sir. No, sir. And I'm pairing it with two things I really like. This is Tony's the risky part. Uh, but when you're dialing the risk up just a little bit here, you got to look at crazy things like uh, that. And Martin and I both found the same place. You could also look at adjusted totals. So I'm looking at Mahomes on the over one and a half passing touchdowns, adjusted down from the two and a half. And then the uh, over under, I'm taking down six points. I'm taking it down to 39 and a half, which allows me to cross the key numbers of both 40 and 41. 
Uh, so Mahomes is somebody I trust to deliver tonight. As you guys, he can spread it around all he wants, but two of them are going to find pay dirt. I cannot believe you also found Kadarius Tony at over half. He only played seven snaps last week, but still got a catch. He's had a catch in every single game so far this season. Uh, so while that looks like the riskiest leg, it's actually the only one that has 100% hit rate in 2023. And then taking that over under down to 39.5, I think both of these teams, I feel good about getting to at least 17. And I feel, you know, both of them have, are probably better best for 20. So by taking it down from 45 and a half to 39 and a half, you get wins at 20, uh, 21, 20, you get wins at 24, 17, you get wins at key numbers that you wouldn't have gotten otherwise. So with the adjusted totals, you do take a little bit on the juice, but that's where the parlay comes back in. Check. Martin, Eddie, you put it all back together. You actually get back to a nice plus number. So you can take my, I'm not willing to risk it on the credit and shove it up your rear, Martin, because I'm getting plus 159 on that parlay. Well, if my parlay hits, I forgot, I neglected to mention, I'm sorry, just short of two to one, plus plus 191 for that. So I'll, you know, good luck to the rest of you. Cause after this thing goes, after four, total of four completions, I'm going to be sitting pretty with my feet up come Wednesday. It's true. And if Tony doesn't get a catch, we're both chasing pretty bad, Martin. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> All right. Like so, the Shep, shout of McKinnon over two and a half. I think that he's an undervalued guy perennially at this point. He is a guy in big spots who delivers for those Chiefs um, and somehow slips through the cracks. It, 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 you know, all the talk about Kelsey and and uh, Tyree Kill and otherwise, like it's now Travis Kelsey. And it's like, who else? Jarek McKinnon is the answer to that. I like that quite a bit. Well, Eddie, you got to be pretty pumped right now that two of your opponents just based their credibility on Kadarius Tony. I know a guy that's near and dear to your heart. I, I mean, I, I liked seeing the guy fail. Um, it was somebody like <laughs> it's the one, it's the one mistake, literally the one mistake that Nick Saban's ever made in his like college career. He told uh, the Giants brass to like because he was originally supposed to be an Alabama recruit, went to Florida. He was like, that's a guy I always wanted on my team. Everyone believed Nick Saban. That's why the Giants drafted him, and you know, did uh, that was the same as the Micah Parsons draft. The Giants didn't go for him. They traded back, took Tony. I thought, okay, it could be a fun gadget player. Had like one insane game. Like if this guy's head is on right he could be awesome but he clearly cares about other stuff besides football um seems to have problems in both locker rooms i mean head even is the definitely team, on road the chief i mean if there's on one road. team that could fix it it'd be the chiefs like you, you're throwing the ball a ton and you read hates to run the football and like you're playing with patrick mccombs who's a, a football god and he's just still does not care still rather post on social media so i mean it makes me feel better in a sense that like he's not even succeeding in Kansas city. So it wasn't just like the giants messed on him. It's like, this guy is clearly broken. Um, so yeah, that, that draft will go back. That'll haunt the giants for quite some time. All right. Well, give us a pick. That's going to haunt us as you take the lead tonight. Well, you know, cred bet. I wouldn't be credible if I didn't give out this because, like you said before, Toby, I've been talking about it all uh, all hockey season long, betting against the San Jose Sharks. And you know, Sheck did point out they did win a couple games. The uh, they're up to a whopping three thirteen and one for seven points on the season, which is great. But they have a uh, a Pacific rival matchup tonight versus Vancouver Canucks, like you pointed out, Toby. They're twelve five and one with twenty five points. They're not obviously at the top of the league in points, but you can make the argument that the Vancouver Canucks may be the best team in the NHL. And you're going to say, oh, why is that? And I'm going to go because they're not they're number one right now in scoring. They're over four, almost four point two goals per game. The only team in the NHL that's averaging over four goals per game. But with the other half of the game is goaltending. And right now they're fourth in goaltending or goals against uh, per game with two and a half there plus save percentage too. Usually it's the uh, it's Demko going for them um, with a 
921 save percentage. So, I mean, they're great in the power play too. And then you look reversely, uh, the San Jose Sharks are averaging just a measly one and a half goals per game. So what does this mean? My credit bet right now, the number on Caesars, uh, the Canucks minus the goal and a half is minus 150. Uh, they are home. They're going to win. I believe they're wearing their black uniforms tonight with the black helmets. If that adds anything. And the Sharks, you know, they did win a couple. They're just not a very good hockey squad. Um, they're tanking uh, for the future. And this this Vancouver Canucks team is for real and actually will be a, a, a real contender for the Cup uh, later in the season. So easy bet check, there. Check a lot of nodding your head. Are you going to tail that one? Are you jumping on that one? No, I. It's funny. First of all, the Canucks spaghetti likes those uniforms because those are the uniforms they wore you know. in MSG when uh, when the Rags won Game Seven back in '94. So that's why he he appreciates those. <laughs> I don't think it's sustainable hockey season. Also long. I don't think the Canucks are a team that is really at the top of the standings at the end of the regular season. Maybe they are. I'm almost tempted to take the Sharks just because I'm waiting for that mirage to evaporate uh, under Rick Ta- Rick Tockett's watch up there in Vancouver for fun's sake. This is a fun bet, Martin Weiss. Why? Because it's mm-hmm. going to upset Eddie Spaghetti. Hold on. Not Before he even him. goes, it, I'm, I'm, I'm fading this one. Okay. Okay. Well, spaghetti, spaghetti's going to... Because it's a fun bet. I'm, 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 I'm fading this pick. <laughs> oh, guess what? Spaghetti's going to be... Uh, is going to go against me here, too. Just for fun. This is a this is a really good hockey game tonight. I know it's just November, but the Rags are on a heater. Spaghetti's going wild. You know who else is a good hockey team? The Dallas Stars, who lost their most recent game against another very entertaining team, the Colorado Avalanche. I say the Stars get right on home ice tonight. You know what? Let's make it extra fun. Goal and a half. If the Stars are in the lead in the third period, they're going to pull the goalie, Will the Rags, and then you get the root for an empty netter. That's a fun watch for everybody. Minus a goal and a half, Dallas Stars payout, plus 192. Fail, 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 wow. fail. Yeah, fail on that. If so he did you- say, if she, look, and I'm not even anti-Stars. Actually, and not that uh, Sheck's remembering this, we're running down my picks, but I did say Stars-Rangers. So I like know you did. Issue. Okay, just making sure. So I am a fan of the Stars. I think they're very solid. You know, I like the Stars, too. Yeah, they're very good. Um, But the where, where Sheck lost me, if he took on the money line, I would say, mm, okay, maybe. It's but be that given the goal, the goal and a half, I think Igor kind of got screwed in that game versus the Devils. Had some weird goals go through. I think he's going to get better uh, as, as he gets healthier as the season goes on. So, I mean, yeah, I'm going to fade I'm gonna definitely okay. I'm talking about a 55 minute game, which is that the stars win the 55 minute game, then the rags yank the goaltender, and then they're you're rooting for an empty natter at the end. I know, but they won't they won't yank them if the Rangers are winning, so that's why I'm failing it. Wow, all right. Martin Blind failed you. He's not gonna watch it, he's not gonna know until Eddie tells him who wins, but he was just out at the beginning of that one. Yeah, look, anytime Dave starts with that, it's a fun bet. Run the other way. Rangers are 10, a, 10 0 and 1 the last 11. I mean, okay, but they're not going to go undefeated the rest of the season, right? No, but they're, 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 in, games. Win they're in games and they're doing this about their, you know, they did it without their two best players. So, I mean, they're, they're for real. Fun bet. Right. Sidney Crosby wins the MVP trophy 50 to 1. Best <laughs> player of the millennium. That's a fun Shaq, bet, everybody. Shaq, revenge for you. Who are you going to tail? Who are you going to fail after we've all given our picks now? Am I allowed to tail the Jarek McKinnon at two and a half? Because I really like that one quite a bit. Well, you can you have, have to, to do pair them? with the Tony. You can't just grab the McKinnon leg. Okay. Then you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with spaghetti because I've touted it um the sharks bet this season. So I'm gonna ride along with them against my better judgment because I'm a class act. 
You know what? I'm also tailing spaghetti. I'm going to take um, the under on Pacheco tonight. I think the logic is sound. I think the game script is going to follow exactly what you guys said. I don't think it's going to be ground and pound. And even if it is, who says it's going to go through Pacheco? And besides, overs make friends, unders make money, and it's the only one we gave out on the under, so it's the one I like the most. Uh, All right, guys. Well, we are now locked in. We will see how we do. But before we break for the night and uh, and see how the games go, we got to give our second guest express right after this break. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, we are back. And as everybody predicted with all the sports going on, we spent most of our time on Sky Moore and the Rangers hockey game tonight. But that's what happens when we get together here. Uh, So before we head out, each one of us researched more than the three picks we gave. At least three of us did. I'm not not ever sure about Sheck. But I think we should give out the one that we put on our fantasy betting bench and which was therefore more likely to cast than one of our starters. Sheck, why don't you go ahead and lead us off? Jarek McKinnon, over two and a half reception. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Perfect, Sheck. Way to jump in on it. Uh, Eddie, which one did you bench? So I had a bunch. I had some hockey ones. I had take the Rangers. I had uh, Terry Panarin to score a goal or get an assist here. But I'm actually going to go back to Monday Night Football for this one. I almost went with, um, I love this, Jalen Hurts under 32 and a half passing attempts. It's minus 111. Casey's defense, they're allowing the the third, uh, well, they have the third fewest attempts against them and the third fewest completions allowed. Uh, The Eagles offense is the fourth fewest passing attempts in the the league here. So I just think this game, you know, for the Eagles is going to be a run-based game. And I think for the Chiefs going to be a pass-based game, hence why I gave those bets out. So I think, uh, yeah, it hurts under 32 and a half. I almost went with that one. All right. How about you, Martin? My uh, my second guess express would have to be James Harden. Right now he's sitting under assists, sitting at seven and a half. He has not had eight assists since joining the Los Angeles Clippers. And not only that, they play the Spurs, who absolutely stink. So, like, he might not even play like five minutes in the fourth quarter in this matchup because the Spurs were getting their doors blown off by everybody. Under seven and a half assists for James Harden, who the last time I bet his assists threw it to Ian Eagle, who was sitting in the front row calling a game. So I declared you the favorite before we started. And uh, apparently I'm just straight up copying from you because that was actually my second best express as well. <laughs> After crazy. the Tony thing, it was James Harden under 7.5 assists. Exact mm. same reasons that you just said. Um, the reason I didn't put it on the show is I wanted to pair it with something to get back to a plus number in the same game. And they're messing with the lines a lot. Like Wemby's on two and a half on blocks right now. Um Harden's two and a half on threes. And so it's really hard to find any value there. But yeah, so I wrote down Harden as well 
I'll give out another one just for fun. Since I was about to say, uh, I have a, I have a second, I have a second second guess express. Uh, well, give give that out right after me. I gave out Jake Elliott uh, over six and a half kicking points tonight in a Ben Don't Break performance from the Chiefs D. If I like them over and I like them to get to the seventeen to twenty points, getting six and a half on the kicking, getting two field goals makes a lot of sense. And that was a plus number at Caesars last time I looked at. It. I think it was plus one hundred five. What do you got, Martin, for your other one? Uh, I do not think that Taylor Swift will be in the building under seven and a half receptions for Travis Kelsey. Again, that's the only weapon they got. What Dave, you got that one too? No, I think that's an interesting (laughs) thought there on the, uh, on the, uh, Swift element of it, but McKinnon is plus plus one twenty for what it's worth for everybody on uh, the over two and a half receptions. All right. Strong. Uh, all right. Well, let's talk a little bit about what else we're doing at the network this week. As I, I kind of teased earlier in the show, we will not be recording on Thursday or Friday, uh, but we will be releasing shows up until then. So, Martin, what do you got going on on Lemon Pepper this week? Uh, Mark and I will go. I think I finally beat him in the picks this week. That's so I appreciate that. And uh, we'll, we'll break down five or six games and do a little vibe check. See who's got good vibes, bad vibes and ugly vibes from uh, week 11. Spoiler alert, the Broncos have really good vibes right now. Dave, I mean, I know we're risking going along here by asking this question. Who do you think has the best vibes in the league right now? Not that many. It's a short list, but the Broncos are definitely off, uh, uh, are definitely on it, uh, given the the nice little mini role they're on here. A lot of prisoner of the moment kind of thoughts around pro football. I mean, you know, I think, as I obviously predicted at the top of the show, I think by night's end, Eagles fans are going to be feeling the best in all of pro football. Um, and, you know, I, I don't I, I'm fascinated to see if they can truck this Chiefs team that is now more predicated than it's ever been on defense. If they can push that team around, boy, the sky's the limit. Sky more, not the limit. But or wait, <laughs> he's not going to hit it. I don't remember. But anyway, I do think in what we saw in summertime and even before. The NFC is top heavy. There are three good teams. Eagles can get closer and closer to that number one seed. Um, They need to have this to keep pace with the Lions, obviously. I think the Eagles uh, get this one. And I think the good vibes are on the eastern side of Pennsylvania. Definitely not on the western side right now, I can attest. Cool. What did you all talk about on minus three? A lot of the western side of Pennsylvania, or did you vary it this week? Well, what really spiritually, what we're rooting for, you know, we have a Giants fan, a Patriots fan, and a Steelers fan, and it seems like giant percentages of those fan bases and fan bases across pro football are now kind of rooting against watching their team win football games. Tommy DeVito is a great story, and there's some percentage of Giants fans that are down in the dumps about it because it's going to keep them away from Caleb Williams or Dreg May, who may be a savior, but maybe they won't be. And everybody's wringing their hands about all that. We talked about that. Plus, we have the Thanksgiving special, uh, a three-minute pregame show coming at you before the games on uh, Thanksgiving. And then we have our usual 15-minute pregame show, 4 p.m. Friday uh, on the East Coast. It posts on social media. Be on the lookout for it. Perfect. And Eddie, you got waiver wire this week. Any more questions from Martin coming in? I couldn't, I enjoyed that wrinkle last week. I love that. I love that Martin needs uh, some advice there. I mean, I think this week will be just focused on, well, you know, Zach Wilson was just benched a couple minutes ago. So Tim well for the Jets. I feel like we already forgot about the Joe Burrow injury because it was a uh, happened on Thursday. So reacting to that. And if you guys, you guys would have guessed, 
that week 12 would have featured six starting quarterbacks that were either day three draft picks or undrafted and Tim Boyle, Jake Browning, Aiden O'Connell, DTR, Tommy DeVito and Josh Dobbs. Well, then you're a very smart person. So I guess we're going to be me and Jen will be racking to that. Just some poor quarterback play throughout the league this year and how that affects your fantasy teams. Perfect. Oh, wait, Eddie, I thought there was quarterback saturation throughout the league. There is! <laughs> saturation! There are 32 teams. There are 32 quarterbacks. I can't help it when injuries happen. What do you want me to do about that? I I didn't say that there were there were 100 human beings that could play quarterback effectively. I said there were 32. I mean, hey, Martin, a little off on that one. Saturation is an interesting word. Like, you could have a rag that's saturated with crystal. You could also have a rag that's saturated with urine. I mean, it's saturated either way. There's just bad quarterback play everywhere. You know, speaking of bad quarterback play, Tommy DeVito, real quick, I know we got to wrap this up. But as you're sitting around your, your overrated dinner party, which is also called Thanksgiving, or your real winter holiday called Christmas or Hanukkah, whichever one that you, that you uh, celebrate, and you you hear belly aching out of your you know Giants fans or whoever because they lost this game they should have beat this team and how could the Houston Texans won the last game of the year which did not which bumped them from the first pick to the second pick and you tell me who they'd rather have right now sometimes just That's the sometimes same thing Martin said the same thing you're exactly the first right. bite of the apple ain't the best one that you can get. All right. Well, we can go on forever, and we usually do, but we're going to go ahead and wrap it up there. I'll be back with Covered in Glory uh, tomorrow with Brett, and then we will all collectively be back on Wednesday for a massive menu, a Thanksgiving-sized menu of options, as instead of it just being Monday night football and a little bit of hockey and basketball, everything through the weekend will be on the table. Martin, I will want to see if you want to call me out. I want to see if you have the balls to throw Michigan-Ohio State into your picks. I think we'll all be excited about that one until then uh worst of luck to you fellas and everybody else enjoy the games tonight and we will see you on wednesday take care everyone 